We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What a pass. Giddy underneath for JRE. The reverse and the rookie-to-rookie action. Outside the through door. He'll get the flyby. Three on the way, and he rattles it in. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough. Step back. Gets up the shot. Bakes it in. This is Udart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. Coming to you live on Free Agency Eve, Wednesday, June 29th. Apparently, it is opposite day in Thunderland. We'll get into that in a moment. We're brought to you by uh, the Blue Wire Podcast Network and SI Thunder. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. We've got Taylor Peterson along tonight. Already lots and lots of news. Exciting uh, Wednesday. It was a very busy Wednesday. We also got Kamiar Morabian. I've got a handful of peanuts. What kind of a what kind of nut is your guys' oh, favorite? Oh, nut? I already knew what you're gonna ask. Pistachio guy right here, especially that um oh what's the brand? I think it's wonderful. Have the delight pistachios that are already unshelled. Typically, but I don't discriminate amongst the different pistachios of the world. Weak. <laughs> I'm a peanut guy. I don't like peanut guy. I don't like going I to like, like the steakhouses where they have the peanuts in the shells and people just crack them open and throw them on the ground. Like I like roasted peanuts or like the ones that have like a little bit of seasoning on them or something like that. But you know what's weird though? Me too. I like peanuts. Yep. Cannot stand crunchy peanut butter. Also agree. What about like um what about uh almonds and stuff like that? I like almonds. Hey, Not speaking like of weird by themselves, butter. but if it's like like a candy bar that hasn't has almonds in it, um, or like something like that, like I can do almonds, but I don't like almonds just on their own. I mean, not to completely derail us, but uh, I was allergic to peanuts until like from the time I was barely one up until like fourth grade, and then all of a sudden I outgrew it. But like literally up until, it, and then from there. Probably like around high school, like I started liking actual peanuts, but hated like peanut butter. And now I'm like finally to the point where I like like Reese's and things like that, but I still don't love plain peanut butter. It's oh, very dude, strange. I could love Anyways. peanut butter. 
<laughs> just get me a, pe- a jar of peanut butter and a spoon. Come on, it's I am, creamy I am and not crunchy. Good to go. Oh, I love peanut butter. <laughs> peanut butter is the best. Gentlemen, yeah. it is NBA free agency eve. And Taylor's been my- demoted back down to co-host. <laughs> It has been a wild Wednesday with a ton of information, including some big thunder stuff that really went opposite of what I think all of us thought would happen. So let's dive into the thunder stuff first, and then we'll get into some league-wide trades that happened, uh, and then maybe into some free agency predictions. But three options for the thunder to make decisions on today. Three team options on players' contracts. We had Lou Dort. We had Isaiah Roby. We had Mike Muscala. Call me our, of those three you choose. Who are we starting with? Uh, Mike Muscala. All right, let's start with Mike. The Oklahoma City Thunder decided to not pick up Mike Muscala's team option today. Uh, it was worth $3.5 million. Thus, Mike Muscala will be an unrestricted free agent come less than 24 hours from now. A friend of the podcast, Donnie Hazelwood, did mention that OKC does have Mike Muscala's bird rights since he has been in Oklahoma City for three seasons without changing to another team. So the Thunder could re-sign Mike, uh, even though the Thunder will be operating as a max contract. Even though they'll be operating as an (laughs) over-the-cap team. They'll still be able to re-sign Mike Muscala. Taylor, initial thoughts when the report comes out that the Thunder are declining Muscala's option. I was very surprised. Like you said, Jacob, you alluded to this when you enter the podcast, uh, you know, today being opposite day for OKC Thunder fans. I certainly thought that it was going to be Muscala's option that was picked up compared to Roby's. And so I just, I find it interesting, mainly because I think even if the Thunder felt that it was finally time to move on from Muscala, that they could probably trade that contract. So that immediately leads me like to thinking about this new contract that he could sign. Like Donnie mentioned, you know, the Thunder have his bird rights. Maybe you sign him to a team-friendly deal, but maybe give him a little more up front like this season, where you have a team option next season, and you could potentially waive him uh, 2023 when you want to have a little more cap room. Maybe it's a situation where you, you sign him to another team-friendly contract that can be traded you know, later on down the road. I can't remember what that, that date would be if they signed a free agent, um, essentially, you know, during this free agency period. I think you have to wait a certain amount of time. I think it's until that player, early right? January. Yeah, that sounds right. I was trying to remember if it was December or January. I think you're right. Um, so technically, he could still be traded again, like around the, the trade deadline. I just, I don't know. I, I did find it interesting that they didn't pick up that option. So I'm I'm very torn. I see a lot of Thunder fans saying they think um, he could be coming back on a new contract. I almost don't think so for some reason. I, I don't even know why I have that feeling. I don't have anything really to back that up. Um, it just, to me, makes more sense to just pick up that option for this season and then, you know, proceed accordingly. I find it interesting that he was waived. Or sorry, not waived. Uh, the team option wasn't picked up. Kamiya, where do you kind of stand? Were you surprised, uh, not surprised? Uh, what do you think kind of the the thought process and the motive of not picking up that team option for Muscala is? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know, right? I mean, 
what a lot of people thought he brought was veteran presence, a guy that you could always kind of rely on, uh, especially uh, shot really great splits for OKC uh, beyond the arc and was just, an, I don't know, just like a good general locker room guy. And um, it, it was just interesting. Maybe they are just fully going in on the young guys or this is a move before another move that, you know, goes into um, more than just re-signing Lou Dort or not re-signing Lou Dort and trading him, who knows, um, or sign and trading him. Um, so it it feels, it felt odd, right? A lot of people thought it was going to be the opposite. So I'm not sure about the motive that other than if you just want to look at it in a vacuum, picking up Roby's, but like it's not fully guaranteed until, until July 3rd. Um, and declining on Muscala's kind of shows us, okay, well, they're all in on the youth if you want to look at it, at it in a vacuum, but it could be a lot more to it. Yeah, I'm with you, Kamyard. It's very strange. I thought the opposite was also going to happen. I thought Mike's contract was going to get picked up for this final season. To me, it just made too much sense. You want the veteran leadership. We know that the front office really values Mike Muscala. Sam Presti visited the dude's house at the opening of free agency three years ago. Even more so, Mike is a big man from Minnesota who has NBA experience in multiple cities. Uh, That seems like a great guy to mentor Chet Holmgren. Also a big man from Minnesota uh, can relate a little bit there. It was just kind of, kind of surprising to me that they did not pick up that option. Do you guys think it's something as simple as the roster crunch? Just that Mike Muscala is going to be the odd man out and, and not be back because they have to get rid of five guys between now and the end of training camp. Or do you guys think that he will be back on another cheap short-term deal with OKC? I wonder like, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm not like saying there's a Lou Dort sign in trade for DeAndre Ayton coming in and you know, that kind of thing or whatever. But I do wonder maybe if Presti has something lined up for the start of free agency tomorrow where he would take back a bigger contract for draft assets. Um, and needed well, that roster spot technically, and that was just an easy one at this The thing time. is, they once free agency starts tomorrow, they can't take back any money. Like well, all that cap space is gone. That was my question. Is it at the start of free agency though, or is it because they moved the start of free agency up, which is confusing because technically it's I, I believe back. it'll be once free agency opens. And that is when the new league calendar. So okay, okay. Yeah. Well, never mind. So they will not be able to <laughs> absorb money after that. That's gotcha. when, even though the fiscal year will not have turned over, starting tomorrow at starting tomorrow at six, anything that happens gets finalized on like July sixth or whatever it is, whenever oh, the new okay. fiscal year begins, and that's whenever Shay's Max kicks in, and, and they cannot maneuver around like an under the cap team anymore. Uh, they will technically be operating as an over the cap team. Well, never mind. Disregard. Um, <laughs> I just find it so interesting to pick up that option. Taylor, give me your percentage that Mike Muscala is back in OKC next season. I think it's, I really think it's closer to like 30% right now. 
and I could like be completely wrong tomorrow. Um, at this time tomorrow, <laughs> we'll we'll know that obviously. But or I, and I shouldn't even say that. Like that, but this could be one of those ones that the, the Thunder just kind of wait for it to play out, and if the opportunity opportunity presents itself later on, depending on how free agency and trades pan out, um, they could bring him back later on in the off season. But all that to say, I'm I'm a little less optimistic, I think, than some Thunder fans I saw earlier today especially because I think Mascal is going to be in high demand, um, not in terms of like a super expensive contract necessarily, but like on, on the contract, like for example, OKC could offer him. I think there's going to be a lot of contenders that would love to have a player like that coming off the bench. We've talked about that for two years now, right? Um, so because of that, I think it's a pretty low chance. And I think Mascala probably finds his way to a contender and is, is playing some legitimate minutes next season. Call me where would you put the percentage chance at that Muscala's back in OKC? Uh, not high. I mean, OKC just drafted two bigs, and they draft two bigs, and you it, it's pretty self-explanatory where you see what they did with Roby in comparison to what they did with Muscala. I mean, that's I think that's what tells a lot of what what's going what what's going on what direction they're heading. Like if that's what you're prioritizing, then that's it. So I would say his chances of coming back are not very high, especially because it looks like they're intending to sign Jalen Williams and of course Chet Holmgren to the front court. Right? Yeah. No, it's I mean, when you look at the front court players currently on the roster, Sam Presti has said that Jamichael Green is not gonna play in OKC. Yeah. So we can toss him out. GRE, Dares, Baisley. Yeah, you then you have Jay Will, you have yep. Chet, yep, you have Derek Favors, yep. First season, one more. This last season, this is his last season. I, I was pretty confident that Derek Favors was going to be one of the guys that gets moved because of the roster crunch. But what the hell do I know? Because I thought they were going to keep Mike Muscala and get rid of Isaiah Roby today, and they did the exact opposite. So it's a. Uh, it's fascinating. I'm going to put it, the number at about 25% that he yeah, comes not, back out. I think they like him. High. And I think there's a chance. But today was kind of telling. So let, let's transition to the other guy we've mentioned. The Thunder decided to exercise the option to bring back Isaiah Roby. So he'll be coming back next season. His contract, this is kind of a weird thing. They picked up the option, but it is a non-guaranteed contract until July 3rd. That's on birthday. Happy early birthday to Kamiar and Thank America. You. Thank you. 1.9 million on July 3rd becomes guaranteed. It's also for Tom Cruise's birthday. Is it really? It is. Interesting. I don't know if I share yeah. a, a birthday with anybody famous. Me and the man with the highest grossing dollars movie in the world right now <laughs> share the same birthday. He's also a Scientologist, but... We don't discriminate here on the uncontested. So, so come here. How how surprised were you that they did pick up Isaiah Roby's contract? I think I personally, I was, I I thought like a hundred percent they're not picking this thing up. Yeah, I was pretty surprised. Um, I, <laughs> it was just so funny, right? Because you felt like Muscala was a great part of the team uh, this, these past two years. And especially, especially like as, even as a leadership role, as one of the older guys on the teams. And like I asked just the other day, like, hey, 
in the Slack, like, hey, on this team, who's the enforcer? Is it, is it, you know, like, and, you know, somebody said Ken Rich, nobody said Mike. Um, and they thought was interesting, but at the same time, like, Mike plays winning basketball. I mean, he played decent defense, uh, when, when he was in OKC and he, he shot really well from beyond the arc and I thought was a good mentor toward, toward the young people. So maybe a, um, he's just a guy that they are wanting to move on from just for the youth movement that they've, they've, they're getting themselves into. Maybe they're prolonging the tank a little bit longer, uh, or not the prolonging the tank, prolonging, uh, the coming out of the tank a little bit longer with that move. Um, or, I mean, it just as may, might be a numbers thing. Again, you just brought in two big guys, and it was pretty. It was pretty blatant that you did give Isaiah Roby that opportunity, and not Mike Muscala. Do you think Isaiah Roby makes it past that non-guarantee day on July third? It's like five days from now. Yeah, I've I've kind of wondered. And again, I, I question everything now because apparently everything I thought that was going to happen was wrong. But I wonder if part of picking up Isaiah Roby's option is like, hey, we're going to pick you up. We're going to take you through summer league. We're going to get to training camp. We're going to pay you your money. And then we'll let you compete for a, an opportunity to make this team in training camp. And he might get cut then. But it's almost as like, a, we're going to watch out for you. and We're going to get you your money type of thing. But then the flip side of that is like, well, shit, if you cut him in October, there's nobody else that'll pick him up. If if mm-hmm. you if you just didn't exercise your option now, he would at least be a free agent and could go get on somebody else's summer league team and try to make a make a roster or make a two way spot. It kind it, it's setting up kind of to where he might be on this roster next year, which is something I did not think like he was like number two or three on my board of this guy's not going to be here next year. Yeah, that seems fair. I mean, I, I didn't expect Roby to be a part of the future. Gary Cicero from the chat brings up a good point. He says, I wonder if Sam talked to Mike and asked him if he wanted to stay or wanted to help him out and let him hit free agency. I would assume there was, there's a lot of mutual respect between Sam Preston, the front office and Mike Muscala. I would assume there were multiple discussions leading up to this decision. It's just kind of fascinating. Like I, I also don't think Presti has got this. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This uh, reputation of getting guys where they want to go. We saw it with Chris Paul. We saw it with Russell Westbrook. We saw it with Paul George. I think he's got enough respect for Mike Muscala that he probably wouldn't have just cut him and thrown him to free agency without knowing that there are deals out there for him that would be beneficial for Mike. Would you agree with that? Yes. Uh, I think I, I would agree with that. And, and it's just, it's, it's just really interesting. Um, just how all this came about with Mike Muscala again, it's just like one of the things where the fans really like him, Right. Uh, that's, that's, that's a big part. Like, Oh, that really sucks. It's a bummer. Um, but it would make a lot of sense. Um, I mean, we kept on talking about him, uh, Kent, Kenrich Williams, um, and Lou Dort as trade pieces at the deadline. And it would make sense that 
maybe um, Sam could have been shopping Mike Muscala around there and not found a right fit for Mike and at the end of the season, let him go. Or Mike just doesn't want to play basketball again. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I'm going to be fascinated to see kind of how this unfolds, especially going into free agency tomorrow. Again, I, I'm very surprised at the Isaiah Roby decision. Um, and part of me still thinks that this is a guy that's going to be on the roster until training camp and then get cut or get waived and, and still make his money um, because you've got to make the cut somewhere. And I just don't see him being a long-term fit with the team. But what the hell do I know? So it's going to be interesting to see kind of what happens with both of these guys when the exact opposite of what we thought was going to happen uh, came to pass today. Also, if Mike Muscala is gone and he doesn't come back to this team in free agency, mm-hmm. not only are we missing out on Mike Muscala being the mentor to Chet, but we're missing out on Mike's dad and Chet's dad being in the stands together uh, with Chet's dad with the camcorder. And that's just, that's like a crime against humanity. We deserved that. You think Mike's dad and Chet's dad get along? It's a good question. Mike's dad's uh, an interesting cat, to say the least. He's a great guy. It's They're great both from guy. Minnesota, though. They Minnesota. could uh, they could just talk to each other in their in their Minnesota accents. That it's real, people. I've been I've been up in them parts. Yeah, it's uh, the O's sound like ooze, and it would have been a it would have been a treat to see those two together. But alas, maybe uh, maybe we don't get the the opportunity. The biggest news of the day, though, Kamiar. This one probably the most surprising. Oklahoma City per Shams. Oklahoma City has declined Dort's player option, making him a restricted free agent starting tomorrow at 6 p.m. In the wording of Shams' tweet, he said, quote, which makes him a free agent and allows the two sides to negotiate a new deal in free agency. Feels like that wording is very specific that maybe Shams has heard that the Thunder did not pick up the option and made him a free agent so they could sign him to a longer-term deal. I think that's kind of what everyone expects. Uh, but what the interesting part of this was at the rookies' initial press conference on Saturday, the four rookies plus Sam Presti, Presti said, uh, quote, I would just plan on that happening unless something changes in reference to the team picking up lose option. So he said, it's going to happen. We're going to pick it up and he's going to be on our team for one more year. Uh, He then went on to say, I don't have the exact quote in front of me, but went on to say he'll be an unrestricted free agent next summer. And then we can pick up those, those discussions again. Apparently something changed in the past couple of days because they did not pick up the option. He becomes a restricted free agent for our listeners that do not know the difference between restricted and unrestricted free agency. Lou Dort can go get an offer sheet from anywhere, but the Thunder have the opportunity to match that offer sheet and keep him in Oklahoma City. Same thing happened with Cantor. Yes, yes. And Cantor went out and got an offer sheet as well from from Portland. Portland. Got that max. So, call me our... There's a lot of things to break down here. First question. What do you think happened between Saturday afternoon and Wednesday afternoon 
that changed the Thunder's thought process from picking up that option to not picking up that option? I mean, the one that's like just dangling fruit, right? The one that's just like right there is like, oh, he wanted more money, right? That's that that's the one that that's that's the hanging fruit that yeah. you can go after. He wanted more money easily. and now they've and come like, down. Ah, yeah, right. Uh that that's that's the that's the hanging fruit there. That seems pretty easy to say, like, oh well, there's this. Um other things that could have happened. Um I I'm not honestly too sure. Like other than like you said signing him to a longer deal um, over time instead of extending that? I don't know. That's a good question. I thought it was interesting. I mean, the man doesn't want to continue to get paid like way less than he's valued at and yeah. maybe wants to test his value out at the market. See, that's the interesting part, though, is they could have picked up the option, kept him on the team, for this next season at like 1.8 million mm -hmm. and still discussed and signed a contract extension. They're not going that route. They could have kept him on roster next year for the 1.8 million, let him hit unrestricted free agency and then re-signed him kind of like what the thunder did with Jeremy Grant. Uh, God, what was that now? Four years ago, uh, Jeremy Grant, it was the same exact situation as Dort. I don't know what changed. I, I, I'm with you. Either A, it has to be that the two sides were too far apart on a dollar amount, and now they are not that far apart on a dollar amount, and so they decided to do this. Option B, which I haven't seen discussed a lot on like social media and other Thunder platforms, and I don't really think this one is it, but I think it deserves its time in the sun and it deserves a discussion. What if Dort and his representation looked at what the Thunder drafted, especially with J-Dub, and said, hey, we think Dort is going to get less of an opportunity in OKC now. Why don't you decline the option, make him a restricted free agent, and let's work a sign-and-trade to get Lou somewhere else where maybe he'll have more of an opportunity where his spot isn't so flooded with young guys that are going to need time and need minutes and need touches. I don't think that one is the case, but I at least think it deserves some discussion. Yeah. I was thinking about that too, um, that this idea has been floated in. It's obviously been tested uh, by Sam Presti himself, that Lou Dort is certainly expendable. Uh, he is a guy that Sam Presti is willing to deal to another team for something else, um, as he did uh, to uh, try to move up in the draft even last year. And so it's quite possible that you've already got Trey Mann there. You have Josh Giddy, who's played off ball several times. Uh, not Josh Giddy, Shea. Well, Josh Giddy, too. Both the both play off ball, but Shea, more the more talented shooter, playing off ball several times throughout their careers. Um, and now you bring in uh Jalen Williams, Jada, whatever, the one from uh the one from Santa Clara. Mm -hmm. And you bring in these combo guards that are better shooters, um, they're bigger, they're longer, 
and you kind of see your position and you're like, okay, well, where does this leave me? Uh, especially as OKC continues to draft even bigger ball handlers. And so it's very possible they would want to mount a, hey, uh, they want to do a sign and trade for somebody else. Like you just suggest, suggested, like trying to find, trying to find that route out of OKC because it seems like he may not be a part of the future, which I think a lot of people would say they would want Dort to be a part of the future. But do you realistic, realistically think Dort is a starting shooting guard for a championship winning team? I think he can get there. I think he's like your fourth or fifth starter though. Right. I think like, as far as the pecking order is concerned, he, at his peak, he's probably number four, number five. Mm. I mean, I think Lou is really good. Another option that kind of just came to me. Dort is restricted. So any offer sheet he gets, Mm -hmm. the thunder can match. Mm -hmm. Maybe the thunder started digging in a little bit deeper. Um, We saw, the day start to run together to now. Now, last night was when Detroit uh, took in Burks and Nerlens Noel for yep. cash and and some second round picks. Yep. So Detroit's cap space is essentially spent now. I think they have like ten million left in cap space. Nobody else has significant cap space right now, <laughs> with the exception of the Knicks, who are very clearly have other plans. Maybe the Thunder, after that Detroit move, the Thunder looked at the the landscape and said, oh, well, if we pick up the option next year, he's an unrestricted free agent, and there's going to be eight teams with projected cap space. But right now, after Detroit just spent all theirs, there's only four teams with cap space, and those four teams probably aren't going to offer Dort. So maybe this is our best path forward because he's going to have a hard time getting that offer sheet out in restricted free agency. Maybe mm. the Thunder are just trying to play a numbers game here and saying, hey, if you think you're worth uh, your agent saying you want $20 million a year, you think you're worth it? Go you find think, the offer sheet. You and think Presti we'll would it. do that to Dort? I don't know. Right? I, I think Presti tries to do right by his players. I also think there's, there's some give and take, and at, at some point you have to put your foot down. I have no clue, right? I'm just spitballing here, but I think that's another option is there's not a lot of teams with cap space. The Knicks, maybe if the Knicks miss out on Brunson, they go and throw $20 million at Lou Dort. Shit, I don't know. But I, I think that's an interesting, that that's a, another possibility of why this decision was made. Uh, maybe it came after Detroit's cap space got eaten up. I don't know. Um, I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, of course, I think a lot of people would want Lou Dort still on the team uh, currently as it grows, but I don't think Oklahoma City fans would necessarily be that sad to see Lou gone eventually. Um, and that's the weird part about it, right? It's like, yeah, you would like him here currently, but you don't know if you would actually win him. Okay, see a title. It's one yeah. of those situations. And um, and so, I don't know, I'm I'm intrigued. I don't know. I don't know why. It's uh, so what it what what changed because of those comments that were public. I mean, if, they, if there were no public comments, we would think, oh, we would think di- about this differently, right? One hundred percent. Since there were public comments about what what one day happened, and then a couple of days go by, and then another day, another thing happens. 
Um, you suggest what happened since then. You look at what's happened in the NBA publicly. Uh, we, you don't know what's happened privately behind the scenes among the GMs that talk each, uh, with each other. Um, and then I don't, I just don't think I, at the, I also don't think Sam Presti would pull the rook from Lou door at the very end with like, well, I don't think you're going to be yeah. worth that much in research. Yeah. Like, like, I guess like, feel like if, a if, you, if you, OKC is like a first class, like organization, then I don't think that's what kind of Presti is about. I think that's fair. It's like you said, we don't know what conversations are happening behind the scenes. We see not even the tip of the iceberg. And so it's so hard operating with such little information to kind of read between the lines and figure out what is going on and what prompted this change. Let me ask you this. Let, let's say Lou Dort tomorrow at 6 p.m. goes out and meets with teams and gets an offer sheet and signs an offer sheet and the Thunder have three days to match. Yeah, why wouldn't you? What my, my, is, would you bl- would you blame him? No, not at all. But can you, what can you hear what my is peanuts? what is the number on an offer sheet that gets too high for you to say yeah, OKC should match that or shouldn't match that? I guess I should say. At what point do you say, "Oh, I don't think that's worth it. Let him walk." And how much did the cap just jump today? By how much? I think it was projected uh, like eleven and a half million. And how much is OKC? OKC so like, is, is not in danger of hitting the tax next year. Yeah, no. I know, I know, I know. Uh, well, uh, do you know how much cap space are we gonna have when Shea kicks in next season? Uh huh. Like starting tomorrow at six p.m. Yep. Zero dollars in cap space. Twenty twenty three summer, upwards of sixty million in cap space. That's whenever the Kemba number comes off the books. That's when Kyle Singler finally comes off the books. That's when Derek Favors comes off the books. They will clear a metric shit ton of dollars in 2023. That's why we've been talking about the summer of 2023 so much. They will have upwards of $60 million in cap space that summer. But no cap space this summer. What does Marcus Smart get a year? Ooh, that's a fun question. Let's look it up podcasting here as i google live on the show it is great podcasting i'm googling too see marcus smart contract he's at four for 76 how many is that a year i'm bad uh, at math. the average is 19 he goes 16.6 18.5 19.9 and then 21.3 yeah that's what i was gonna and of course that was from the last cap but um or that's from the last cap right mm-hmm um, that's why I'm still saying I would walk away past any, anything past in anything 19 or over. I think 18 is pretty solid, but with this, especially with the cap expecting to be jumping, uh, and you've been into be going up even more year after that. Right. Um, I think anything over 18, maybe even 17, uh, would be much. I, I don't, I wouldn't sign them even closer for 20. I'm yeah, close. I, I think it's interesting because if you did, let's say he did want four years, 80 million. I think no. you can do that and he's still tradable. Like I think 20, 20 million under the new cap is, is a pretty tradable number. Um, I'd be comfortable at like four for 60 though. Four, four years each year averages out to about 15 million per. Yeah. Yeah, think, yeah. That'd be great. That'd be a great contract. I think that's fair market value. Uh, welcome back, Taylor. 
to the podcast. Back from dealing with a screaming baby and barking dogs. All three oh. of the uh, kiddos acting up. There you go. <laughs> Taylor, What what is the number for a contract that Lou Dort could go get in restricted free agency? Where's the number at where you would say, uh, I don't think it's worth matching? Oh, like 15, 16 a year. Does that seem too low? Like to, that to not want to match? That feels really low to me. Call me or really? said 19 or 20. Okay. I think that's, that's a pretty good number. I would still consider that, but that that's, that's getting in the, in the red zone right there. That's getting in the, it is, it definitely I'm to clench is. my butt cheeks a little bit area at that point. The more and more I thought about this, and I know you guys probably already talked about this, but it does feel like, you know, the fact that Presty said something would have to change for them not to uh, pick up that, that team option of in loose contract. And the fact that they did not do that leads me to believe that, uh, believe it or not, I, th- I think they might've been talking to Lou and his agency Wasserman, who they have a really close relationship with before the, the deadline might be tampering. But I think they probably have come to a conclusion that uh, Lou wants to be in OKC. OKC wants to have him, and and he's willing to take maybe a little less, which is why I kind of threw that number out there. Like I, I think anywhere, probably fourteen to sixteen million is what he'll end up getting per year uh, with OKC. So let's wrap up the Lou discussion because right now it's just speculation. Maybe mm-hmm. tomorrow night, maybe Friday, we'll have a lot more to talk about with Lou af- after the dust settles and we know what's happened. But of these three options, which one do you guys think is most likely to happen? Option A is Lou just signs a new contract with Oklahoma City and they move forward. Option B is Lou goes out and gets an offer sheet from another team Option C, the Thunder sign and trade Lou Dort somewhere else. If you had to put those three things in order, of from most likely to least likely, how are you ranking them? One, two, and three. See, I was thinking uh, one, three, two. I think it's mm-hmm. very unlikely, Lou. The Thunder wouldn't have let Lou go into restricted free agency unless they're just trying to do him a solid <laughs> Like, see if you can go out there and get the best offer you can. I, I don't think they would be doing that unless they, A, either, like I said, the most likely situation, and I know Kamiya agrees with this as well, is that him, or sorry, Presti and Wasserman already essentially have an agreement in place on what that contract going to look like come, you know, 5 p.m. tomorrow. The second situation would be there is a good situation for him out there. Uh, Wasserman's communicated that with Presti. And they're ready to, you know, well, get the thumbs up, green light on a sign and trade. Yeah. For, okay, that was sign and trade option. So that that option number two I mentioned, he goes out and gets an offer sheet. Oh, sorry, the, I got the, the Thunder up. can still. I was match thinking that, that was three, right? Like the Thunder could still match that. But to me, that come Taylor, while you were out, Kamiya and I talked about this. That doesn't feel very Presty-ish. Agreed. Just doesn't. He's never done that. Never well, done except that. with Cantor. Cantor. Oh, that's true. When uh, Cantor got the, the offer sheet from Portland. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Cantor wanted more. And that's quite a situation that, I mean, Nick's talked about it, right? Uh, that's where Lou thinks he's deserved more than what he has been getting, has been, has been getting, especially what he's, what he's sacrificed over the last couple of years, right? 
um, thinks he's uh, owed his payday uh, even more of like maybe get a little bit of extra cash back for playing at that high of a level <laughs> yeah. for the last few years. Yeah, uh, such a if discount. You're, if you're being that honest. Um, and they're like, mm, no, go, you go get that offer sheet in the NBA go and, uh, maybe we'll sign that situation. Uh, maybe, maybe a Cantor situation where Cantor came in, uh, double doubled every single thing, uh, with Steven Adams and wanted that offer sheet and he got one in Portland. Yeah. Now that is the interesting thing, right? Is that they technically could have... <laughs> They could have um, uh, exercised that option and, and still came to an agreement with him mm-hmm. or worked to trade him. And instead, it, just the whole restricted free agency thing really kind of throws a wrench into everything. Um, so I, I really think it has to be one of the two. Either there's a sign-and-trade option out there or they they know the agreement they have in place. Um, it's going to make both sides happy being Lou and OKC. We'll see. I'm excited for tomorrow. Yeah, no, it's, it's just interesting to, to to speculate about it. Um, and like Jake and I said uh, before, you joined us back again. That this is totally different if Pressy doesn't say anything beforehand. And True. Be, that's because a good he point. did, everybody's like, "Ooh, that's interesting." Um, and so, if nothing happens and things kind of go boring according to plan, on like on like with whatever tomorrow and there is a new contract announced cool uh but if that doesn't i'm really gonna be intrigued to read the article written by waj uh to see what happened and what went down it's yeah. a good point yeah it's maybe look pressy was focused on the draft on the on the new new players coming into okc that day maybe he just misspoke uh, you know, mm. something would have to change the most for us. Calcu- yeah, the most, calc- the most calculated GM in the league just, he just accidentally misspoke on contract negotiations. Exactly. Yeah. Taylor. Exactly. Um, it's interesting. Three things happened today. None of what's the thunder. None of them went how I expected them to go. <laughs> Absolutely none of them. So. What the hell do so we know? So when Dort and Roby are traded for uh, DeAndre Ayton tomorrow, that Shut technically up. can't happen because Zion trades. I don't think you can. But anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's uh, let's tell the people about where they can buy our shirts from and about who's su- supporting the podcast this week. Then let's talk some league-wide free agency. What's up, Thunder fans? This is Jacob from the Uncontested Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that we have fully redesigned our merch store to get you the best Thunder swag available. Just visit cottonbureau.com and search the Uncontested Podcast to find all of our new designs. That's C-O-T-T-O-N-B-U-R-E-A-U.com and search the Uncontested Podcast to find new drops like Josh Giddy's Wizard of Oz or an ode to the Trey Man step back. We've also got all the classics like Dortal Combat, Lu Tang Clan, and everyone's favorite MVP, Shea Gilgis Alexander. The best part? You can get any design and the style of apparel you want. So if you're gearing up for the summer and want a tank top, needing a hoodie for the winter in Australia, or you're wanting a Pokemon onesie for your baby, we've got you covered. 
make sure to go to cottonbureau.com and search The Uncontested Podcast to get your new Thunder gear today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And we are back. Gentlemen, before we do a free agency pick we had a pretty seismic trade in the NBA today. Uh, seismic. Well, that's a good word. Reminds me of a seismic toss, the move you could teach your Pokemon. Yeah, like Rhydon and Machamp and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a great, it's great. Pokemon's the best. We're such nerds. The original 151. Both call me on our, we're like, yes. And then I, I, uh, since, since school's been out, uh, since, since my research stuff has been turned in, I've been sp- but turning uh turning up on Pokemon Go again. So it's go. been an adventure. Yes. Just gotta love the dream, man. Yeah, so, gotta catch, you gotta catch them all, you know. Woj reports today that the Atlanta Hawks have traded Danilo Gallinari, three future first round picks, two being Hawks picks, one being a Charlotte pick. Um, the two Hawks picks are completely unprotected. And a pick swap is Charlotte's lotto protected? I think it's lotto protected. I think that's correct. Uh, in return for DeJounte Murray. Call me if you had to grade that trade for the Atlanta Hawks. What grade would you give it? Um, you know, the, it's a it's a great question. Um I, I am I being like an empathetic teacher that 
is trying to understand the hawk situation or am i being just like a professor and just like giving it kind of straight to him uh i don't know that's your choice all right we'll go we'll go with, we'll go a solid we'll, we'll go a solid b minus i i okay. didn't i didn't like the trade for the hawks i mean okay yes they they're still shopping John Collins. Um, yes, they're still shopping. They're still shop. Uh, they they were shopping Danilo Gallinari, having Trey Young on the court at the same time as having Danilo Gallinari uh, and Kevin Herter are is like a defensive nightmare, right? You can't hide Trey you, or really anybody on that entire team. When, no matter how many times you throw Clint Capella out there, you just can't hide anybody with three really big defensive liabilities. Um, so y- you take that and I like that. I like that you are replacing to Gonari with DeJounte Murray, who was all an all-star, right? A uh, defensive guy uh, can, can be a ball handler um, and let Trey play more off ball, uh, give more, catch and shoot opportunities and stuff like that. Um, It's not that necessarily. It's what they gave up to this, uh, to this, uh, to the Spurs. Um, And what I think, I think the Spurs should have done this a while ago. Anyways, it was go in on rebuilding mode and finalize and finally start like from the ground up. And they get two draft picks, right? Danilo Gallinari, which they're going to flip for something else, and another lot of protected draft pick. So, I mean, I saw a meme today uh, that said, you know, it 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 was it, it, it was principal the principal from The Simpsons, and it says OKC looking at the draft hall, the draft picks that the Spurs just got, and he's like, it's pathetic. <laughs> um, but I just. I I don't know how much it's going to move the needle when the Atlanta Hawks are all full and done with what they're doing with their roster reconstruction around Trey. If that I, makes sense. No, yeah, totally does. Totally does. Taylor, if you had to grade the trade on the Hawks side, where would you put it at? Taylor, you're muted. You're muted, bro. This is one of those trades I really like for both sides. Um, I'm going to give it an A. Because look, that when you think about the playoffs, the Hawks needed that point of it. They needed that primary attacker. Um, and to Commander's point, this all comes down to Trey playing off ball, which we'll see if that actually happens. But you add another elite defender alongside Trey. You have all the assets that that Commander mentioned. I think there's a lot to be excited about. Yeah, it's interesting. Like Dejounte Murray is a really good defender. He's a really good point of attack defender. But like you guys mentioned, when it comes playoff time. You hunt the weak link and you attack it over and over and over. And that is Trey defensively. So it's going to be really fascinating to see how that works. So that's going to be interesting. I don't think that either of these teams are done yet. You mentioned that John Collins is definitely not done. Yeah. I think John Collins is getting moved. Do you think anybody, I mean, this is like a, a bit of a tank move by San Antonio, but I I think Mm -hmm. they're at the point now where it's shit or get off the pot. You traded DeJounte. Is Jakob Pertle next? Is Keldon Johnson next? Is Lonnie Walker the fourth next? Like they still have the remnants of a functional basketball team. 
I wonder if the Spurs have any more moves to really bottom themselves out and start playing a lot of these young guys. How old is Keldon? He 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 is like mid twenties, isn't he? That's a great question that I'm going to look up right now. Because I really like Keldon, uh, Josh Primo, right? Uh, Keldon is only 22 years old. Oh gosh, and Josh Primo is young. Yeah, crazy young. And so, I mean, they this is this feels like the the rebuilding move, does it not? Yeah, I think they, I wouldn't they, be surprised they if they, they should have done it last year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Year. Well, the John think, Murray stock wouldn't have been as high, I guess. Yeah, he's coming off that all star season. If yeah. if you had to bet, does Dejounte Murray make another all star appearance no, in his career? No, no, I don't no, think so either. Especially not. now playing next to Trey. So. Uh, very interesting. I would not be surprised if we see the Spurs trade Yaka Pirtle as well in the next five to seven days mm-hmm. um, and then really just kind of bottom out and play those young guys. They mm-hmm. have a lot of young wings uh, and and firmly plant their flag on Tank Island for next season. Uh, yeah. I That would not surprise me. They've been all. fringe for the longest time, and that's what's been... And that's what's been dragging them down. Uh, they've been like in rebuilding mode, but okay, they've had the roster for rebuilding mode, but they just wouldn't. Uh, they, they just want to pull the trigger. They yeah. wouldn't pull the trigger on it. And so now that signaled to me today, oh, okay, the Spurs are immediately going to now start effectively rebuilding um, that franchise and going through the draft and also already having a bevy of young players that are worth a damn. Yeah. Logan in the chat brings up a really good question. He says, yeah, Pop's probably out on the development. Yeah, I think it also signaled the end of, uh, of Pop. Uh, you you uh, guys think he's back next out. season for one more round, or is he done? I think, I he's, think done. he's back. What was it? Back? Stein and somebody else had a, a tweet out. I thought I kept it, but maybe maybe I did not. Basically saying that he was excited about it, like he signed off on the Murray trade. And like was excited to come back and coach these young guys because it reminded him reminded him of I can't remember the name of the small school he started at the the small uh, college he started at in his coaching career, uh, but they quoted it saying that it reminded him of that again. Oh, Apparently he's excited about it. So maybe like one more year. Uh, Stein mentioned this is like the, I believe the Spurs. Gosh, what, the, what was the anniversary that the NBA just had? Seventy fifth, seventieth. Yeah, seventy fifth. Seventy fifth. I think the Spurs like are, are coming up on on that anniversary as well. I'm not going to scroll through all those, all those tweets to find that and, and be accurate. All that to say, um, Stein also mentioned like when when Pop came into the Spurs his first season, they're kind of coming out of a rebuild, and the, the fact that he would like kind of be kicking off the new rebuild as his last year as a coach, it's kind of a, a fun parallel there that that Stein made. All that to say, I kind of think he will be for one more season, and then Snyder comes in. I think that's pretty much it. That interesting, deal. yeah. Quinn Snyder has not picked up a job yet, so maybe he's uh, he's waiting in the folds there. That'd be interesting. They maybe they bring Snyder on to replace uh, Becky Hammond. Ooh, you know? yeah. Okay, gentlemen. Before we get out of here, since it is free agency eve, we got to do a quick free agency um, pick 'em, where I'm going to tell you guys the name of a free agent. You two tell me what team that free agent is going to sign with. Okay, we're just going to go like rapid it. fire here. Both of you guys give me an answer. First one at the top of the list on Spotrack, James Harden, who opted out today. Oh, he's signing back. For less. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, sign both, it back. You guys, both you guys say Philly. John Wall, Son who got bitch. bought out. Clippers. 
Yeah, Quippers always. He's going to play with with Lou. Man, that Harden stuff Tyler. makes me mad. Whatever. I know. I know. They and they're gonna get PJ Tucker because it. it's of because it. Because they're older now, I get it, but I'm still mad. Hey, Whatever. According to according to Shams, he is in the gym already and is in shape and ready to go. You know where he's also the Spurs in? just understood well, it at the Spurs just understood blood. it at a younger age, and that just makes me so much angrier. Mm-hmm. Um next one, another guy that opted out today, Bradley Beal. Wizards. He's gonna sign that super max tomorrow. Yeah, he'll probably that sign super max. As much as I'd traded, love to see him like, against, I've, as much as I'd see it, I'd love to see him with another superstar once again, like Dame or somebody like somebody like that. Uh, because Kyrie's going back to Brooklyn, um, I think he's gonna end up with Washington once again. I think he likes it there. Yeah, they traded for his point guard today, Monte Morris. Yeah, right. And that max with Kamir, we talked earlier about the the new salary cap. That max is five year, two hundred and fifty million dollars. I heard today that the fifth year is worth fifty seven mil. Do you know what has like Russell Westbrook last year potential, if not worse? Yeah. What's wild is like we think that's a lot of money, right? You go to sports with no caps and like like oh, it's child's play, like like soccer. Uh, like uh, the MLB Spanish baseball? league, the Spanish leagues, baseball, the English leagues, and soccer with no cap. That's like chump change in comparison yeah. to like. It's other crazy sports. to me. Some crazy. of those MLB players get like ten year, three hundred and fifty million dollar yes. contracts. Yeah, I'm just like, what stupid. the hell are we doing? Um, here's a fun one that you're just got. You guys just have to pull a name out of a hat. Gary <laughs> Harris. Ooh. Who needs a who needs a who needs a shooting guard that they oh. hope comes out of a slump? Lakers, one hundred and ten percent need it. They don't have to wave somebody in order to do it. Give, to give them the minimum. Yeah. That's like exactly because um, KCP. Who else? Where, where KCP go? He's now in Denver. Troy Weaver because of the Monte uh, Morris trade. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. The, yeah, Monte Morris. <laughs> Some people talk about uh, Gary Harris to Detroit. I don't think that happens now. I mean, it still could. Um, they could take Gary Harris on for like draft assets. I don't know why they would do that. I think they want to keep that Harris room now. Gary now is like, that would have excited me like four years ago. Yeah, he's yeah. a bench guy now. Yeah, All right, like, give, give me your predictions. I, I don't know. I don't know. Take, you, you got 30 teams to pick Toronto. from. Toronto. Right. He likes the cold. He, <laughs> yep. Taylor, give me a name. Oh, I'll go. I'll go Lakers. They'll they'll nope. wave somebody, make a little bit of room, and and bring him on for the vet minimum. I'm changing my answer. I don't think Gary Harris is super high in demand right now. Who are you changing your answer to? I'm changing it to I'm changing it to Detroit because huh. he apparently likes the cold, and he played at Michigan State. Therefore, he would be going there back go. home to Michigan. I don't know. Hey, Gary better Harris to mine. Michigan. Amani Bates up to Michigan. It just Jeez, makes sense. Next Ugh. one. This one's probably easy for you guys. Zach Levine. Yeah, Chicago. Chica- Chicago. Um, we'll see who picks this guy up. Coming off an injury, Ricky Rubio, currently in Indiana. Cleveland. He's going back to Cleveland. Oh, okay. Very confident about that. Yo, he's very confident about it. Sources tell me um, tested. Cleveland is cool. Um, man, I could. Who else needs? Who else needs a, rec, a realistic point guard that is gonna actually 
spend a decent amount of minutes that could play. Do you think Ricky Rubio could play in a championship uh, team? Oh, Phoenix could use a uh, a backup. I I, yeah, don't I was really thinking Milwaukee. Milwaukee is a great one. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Ricky I think Rubio's, he'd be a bench guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He'll be 15 minutes a night. Would you? Yeah. Would you prefer um, Ricky Rubio uh, or campaign? Rubio. If Rubio comes back healthy, Rubio. I thought you were about to say same Ricky time, Rubio like how much or money, Mitchich, how much, how much money does Rubio want, though? It's a great question. Very good this, point. This point is, After the injury, career, though, you might be able to get away with a yeah. cheap contract. I have yeah. no idea. On Rubio. Um, next one. Let's go with ooh, a real fun one. <laughs> DeAndre Yates. Ooh. Where is he at next year? Oh. Okay, I have two teams. One of them's not so much of a wild card, but still a little out there. The other one's like, I think it's less realistic, but I do love the idea of it. Um, the two teams are the Toronto Raptors and the Minnesota Timberwolves, because apparently they are all about the center position and not trying to get like the DeJounte Murray point guard combo guard wing position. Okay, so Toronto or Minnesota for Taylor. Call me our who I'll are say you? Toronto between the two though. I'll go ahead and say okay. Toronto. Call me our where does where does DeAndre get signed and traded to? Or does he go back to Phoenix? He's That's gonna go one. back he's gonna go back to Phoenix. He wants to win a title. I'm gonna throw my less. uh I'm gonna throw my hat in the ring on this one as well. I'm going to Indiana. Oh Miles Turner. Trade with Miles Turner. Now we're talking. I like it. Ugh. Hey, slow, slow Aiden, Bill Duffy, agent. Chet, J Dub, Bill Duffy, agent. Stop. Dort, Aiden, sign and trade. Aiden, OKC. Slow mo, Kyle Anderson is a free agent from Memphis. Where's he going to end up yeah. at? That's kind of a gross one. I mean, he was fine last year. Um, he's been fine the past couple of yeah, seasons. He's kind of like an average that. wing in the NBA, exactly. you know? Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, he that Memphis was the oh. two seed in the West. I got oh. him going back to Memphis. They'll yeah. keep him around. Yeah. I'd be sur- I was gonna, I was about to say, I was going to be sur- very surprised if he wasn't back in Memphis, unless they had a change of plans. I was kind of thinking about the Celtics, but I think that would have to be some sort of trade. I think I yeah. read that they were being active in trade talks, not necessarily trying to make cap space, so... Um, yeah, I was just trying to think of a team like a, a competitor that wanted a wing that could get him for a fairly decent deal. Um, but Memphis is a safe pick there. PJ Tucker. Oh, Philadelphia. I feel like that's another one that's pretty much set in stone now. Yeah, Philly. Um, Especially after Harden opt, opted out to open up money. Agreed. That one feels right. Uh, here's an interesting one who is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, his team did not offer him the qualifying offer. Ooh. Mo Bamba. Oh, this I is very fun. Come. This is a difficult one. It's for me, so least. difficult. There's so many teams that don't want them. Yeah, there's so many G League teams. I heard the Rock. <laughs> heard the Rockets. Uh, speaking of G League teams, I heard the Rockets. <laughs> Kidding. I kind of oh, like, I like I what the, the Rockets, Rockets make some sense. Oh, that'd be a, that'd be such a fun team. Is that your pick, Rockets? No, oh, I can't say the the Raptors though, because I already said eight in there. So yes, okay, <laughs> sure, I'll say the Rockets now. <laughs> Tell me, who's your Mo team? 
Can I just not say the G League? Sure. <laughs> uh, my Mo team will be. You wanted him in OKC for so oh, long. That could be I a did. fun minute, uh, Timberwolves team. Maybe. He's going to be a Maybe. Nick. He's going to be a Oh. Nick. Oh, you and Nerland's going? Yep. It's a good uh, point. Another fun one. Restricted free agent, Colin Sexton. Is he back in Cleveland or does he let him go somewhere really else? Tough one. Oh, He's man. back in Cleveland. He's back in Cleveland despite how I I'm pretty sure the majority of the Cleveland fan base does not prefer him over Garland. Is that correct? Yeah. I think he can yeah. come back and play off the bench in Cleveland. I'm with you, Come here. I'm saying Cleveland. He's gonna stay. I have no other team that really makes sense for. He was linked to Detroit, which doesn't make any sense anymore. I think I have to agree. I say Cleveland, but not necessarily with the intention of a long-term stay. Next one, a guy that apparently beat the shit out of his girlfriend tonight uh, and probably really ruined his shot in the NBA and might might just be a scumbag, Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges got arrested in L.A. tonight, like literally when we started the podcast. Uh, I did not know. I I didn't. you guys. I'm not (laughs) checking my phone during the podcast. I'm a professional. Uh, Taylor, I unmute my Unlike mic. Me. Uh, no, um, I didn't know that. Uh, dude, that dude's that dude. Yeah, he's kind of screwed uh, now. He, he was yeah. set up for a max and then uh, got picked up for whoa, domestic violence. Okay, tonight. yeah, no, that's a felony. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 yep. he, he's that's he's that's that's it. <laughs> Topher, he gone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's not good. It's not. It's 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 not good. Uh, he he's done. Yeah, he's done. That's career. Yeah, that's... If that didn't happen, my team was Detroit for him. Unless they unless they can prove whatever, was... but he was charged with the felony. Uh, so that he's yeah. done. Uh, yep. I was thinking uh, Pacers. That sucks. Was the other okay. team I was kind of wondering about, but yeah, yeah, that really sucks. Like for her. If it's legit and he beat his girlfriend, yeah. F him. He's like, done. Seriously, like that's terrible. Yep. Next one. Mike Muscala. <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I can see Milwaukee so easily. <laughs> Makes some sense. I mean, man. they had they had Ilya Sovich for for a minute, yeah, and he would fit so well. And just to go back in your home, right? Um, that's 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 pretty special. That be that that would be that, that would fit him so well. And they had Teletovich for a two, for a minute too, didn't they? I I I think so. Huh. Here here's my Muscala team. He's going back to Philly. Oh, I like that. He's gonna back. Actually, up, that's uh, a really good man. OKC is like the rehab center of the league. I swear <laughs> to God, for careers like CP3. That's uh, what I'm saying. CP3, Who's it gonna be tomorrow? Comyard, Mike Muscala, Michael Green, Moses might just Brown. Say. But then, like now, Moses Brown is out of the league. <laughs> after who? Who? Who went after OKC for trading Moses? Uh, Mavericks and no, no. then the no, no, no. who no went dunks. after them? No oh. dunks. No, yeah, yeah, yeah no dunks. Sorry, after them. Talking, yeah, gotcha. and they're like, and like, you think he's worth the the whatever overall pick? Yes, yeah, so we think he's less than <laughs> he's worth less than that, and it was proved today. So. He's a walking double double. Yeah, Jeez, I'm looking no. through the rest of the free agent class. There's not a lot of really fun names. Not a big names. 
Yeah, there, Ooh, there's... Oh, uh, Patty Mills opted out today. I wanted to give I you guys... I always sign for less Patty. money. He's going back to the Nets. He'll go back. I, I'm taking Nets as well on that. They've all realized, you know, like everybody's realizing, we're old. hey, we're, we're made old. Our money. We're, we want a ring chase now. That, that, yeah. That's where they're at. Fair. Um, let's do a couple more oh, real quick. Um, Jalen Brunson. Guy. Oh, Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah. We'll do him next. Jalen Brunson. Next. I think Knicks too, but yeah. I love the idea of Miami. So I don't know. I don't I, just because I dislike the my, the franchise. Miami. I like the Miami <sighs> franchise. How can like, you not love I, any I team like that Jimmy Butler is not associated is associated with? How can you not? Like he the Suns of the East. Apparently, I like Miami. <laughs> I dislike Miami fans. Is that fair? That's fine. That's the fair. constant That's fine. hashtag heat culture just annoys me. Okay. Yes. I mean, that like. Is fair. I'm sure other fans are very annoyed by like Oklahoma Sooner fans because they have like the biggest presence on Twitter, which is annoying um, and for for many fan bases. Um, but I mean, the Knicks make too much sense, even though the Heat mm-hmm. would be fun. Uh, Agree. The Knicks are going to pay in that 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 situation to go straight to hell is going to be so funny to watch because the Knicks are going to nick. Here's a guy that. Didn't get his option picked up today. I'm interested in how you guys, where you guys think he will land. Uh, Jay Sean Tate, <laughs> who Rockets fans compared to Lou Dort, but he's yeah, six years old. They were like, he's better than Lou Dort. Like he's also yeah, half he's a decade older rookie, than Lou Dort. A 26 year old rookie. Yeah, he, I think he's gonna end up uh, in the G League or playing overseas soon. I don't think that's a that's a career that's gonna pan out unless somebody's just really looking for a fringe defensive specialist. Right. This is yeah. all like off the top of my head. Um, I don't have like cap space available, that kind of thing. But like, feels like a kind of guy that the Utah Jazz would take a flyer on. Right? They need wing defenders. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. I, like I still don't think they can do it. Okay, let's end with this one, and then we'll close out the podcast. Lugens Dort. It's a fun one. Toronto Raptors, no. I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty certain that that him and his rep- representation have worked out a deal or have uh, alluded to a deal that they would accept with Presti. I think he ends up on a long-term contract that benefits both sides, being the Thunder and Dort. That's also still tradable a year or two in to that contract. Um, okay. That so you got sense. Oklahoma City for Lou. Call me R. Yeah, it's Oklahoma City for now. That's what I'm going with as well. Can't go with anything else until it happens. It's just too hard to predict. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We recorded a late one tonight, but YouTube was still popping. We really, really appreciate that. We will be live on Twitter Spaces on Friday. So come hang out with us. Uh, Maybe we'll hop on and do something. Taylor and I were talking about maybe doing something to start a free agency Thursday night. I ain't got anything going on. So be on the lookout. Maybe we'll be on YouTube. Maybe we'll be on Twitter spaces. Uh, Hang out with us Thursday night for free agency as well. And then we're back with a normal podcast Sunday night, 9 p.m. We really, really appreciate you guys. Hey, we have Utah Summer League soon. And then we'll be boots on the ground in Vegas for Vegas Summer League. Cannot wait. We got you guys covered with everything. So keep it posted right here to the uncontested. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on all socials. We will talk to you guys very soon. 
Until then, as always, thunder up! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.